Shall we pray before um, I speak? Heavenly Father, um, we come to the end of a day and perhaps some of us are tired. Um, Lord, we pray for attentiveness, Lord. I, I pray that you'd help me by your spirit um, explain this psalm, Lord. Um, you know my weakness uh, and uh, pray that you would be my strength. I pray that it would be an, this would be an encouraging psalm for us as we walk into a next week, uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I've entitled this uh, short talk, A Camping Trip to Remember, um, Psalm 81. Um, I'm sure some of you have been on camping trips. Um, uh, I've been on quite a lot of uh, camping trips uh, of recent. Uh, they're quite inexpensive holidays. And uh, actually, I've been with the Pearsons and uh, we've had some lovely times. And uh, I think this psalm is uh, based on the Feast of Tabernacles, as we'll be looking at, um, which is rather like a camping uh, trip. As you can see from the picture, um, there's a booth there. Um, I think this is a modern day um, version of the, uh, the Festival of Booths. Um, you see on the top, you've got um some foliage um some branches that they put out and uh, uh like an awning or tent so uh, we'll be looking at that um the people of israel would uh would be remembering um their past and that's that's what we can look at this evening if there's anything you don't quite understand please chip in by the way so my first point is an ordinance of praise. Um, you notice that in Psalm 81, it's an ordinance. We don't really use that word, do we? Um, he uses three words that are quite similar, synonymous. Um, in uh, verse four, he uses decree, um, ordinance and statue. They're, they're very similar. Um, but an ordinance is an authoritative decision from the Lord. The Lord has said this must happen and the Israelites must obey um, this ceremony. So an ordinance of praise. So um, this psalm could have been sang at the festival of trumpets to the festival of tabernacles, um, which would be the harvest festival. Um, nowadays, uh, us Brightonians, uh, don't really uh, celebrate Harvest Festival. Actually, it um, be interesting to hear from Phil uh, the last time that we actually did uh, celebrate a Harvest Festival. Um, I, can't, uh, I can't recall it in Calvary memory, um, but uh, um, this would be um, a festival at the end of the harvest time. Um, because if you look at verse um, three, it says, sound the ram's horn or the trumpet at the new moon. So this would have been on the 1st of September, um, I gather, at the Feast of Trumpets, which was another ordinance. Um, there, were, there were seven ordinances, seven festivals for the people of Israel, and um, three of them were in September. So when the, the new moon um, came, that would be the Festival of Trumpets. Um, and then you see... Um, in verse three, when the moon is full. So that would have been in mid-September. So that would have been the Festival of Tabernacles um, or the Festival of Booths. Um, 
And in between that, you would have the atonement, the Day of Atonement, uh, Yom Kippur, um, the Israelite, the Jewish people say. And that would be a rather somber festival where they will be denying themselves, um, being quite introspective, um, thinking about their sin. And this would be the day when the high priest, the only day he goes into the Holy of Holies and scatters um, blood on the altar to atone for the sins of the people. So I think this is the context, though it could be the Passover, um, commentators say, but it's more likely to be the festival of tabernacles in this sort of time. And it's rather upbeat. Um, the rest of the psalm is quite a bit of a warning, but the first few verses are upbeat. We see, don't we, sing for joy, begin the music, strike the tambourine, play the melodious harp and lyre. And um, Christopher is going to read for us um, Deuteronomy 16, verses 13 to 15. So if you'd like to turn to that, um, you can. Um, Celebrate the festival of tabernacle seven days after you have gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your wine press. Be joyful at your festival, you and your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your towns. For seven days, celebrate the festival to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the work of your hands and your joy will be complete. Thank you, Christopher. So, um, yeah, despite the, uh, the, the Psalms of lament, actually the, the Psalmist Asaph is actually saying, praise the Lord, be joyful, you Israelites, um, for what the Lord has done. Now, of course, this is um, post Exodus, isn't it? This is for the people that have, um, gone into the um, promised land and they are to do this as an ordinance so this is a joyful festival brothers and sisters um, uh, yeah so tabernacles living in tents as I said making booths temporary accommodation um, the end of the harvest um, holiday um, I think tabernacle does mean um, to live temporarily um, somewhere and it's, uh, as I said, similar to camping trips. Um, and uh, it's a bit like Marmite, isn't it, camping? Um, you either love it or hate it. Um, I remember Chris Fry, Katie can correct me, but uh, I think Chris Fry detested uh, camping. Um, I think he liked his home comforts. Whereas Katie, our dear sister, she loves camping. And uh, if she can get away for the weekend in Sussex, she will. And... Um, I think we've, we've got to think like this. This is what the Israelites would be doing. We're going away for seven days, a bit like a holiday. Perhaps you're looking forward to a holiday this year. Um, camping outside. So it was a, a time of plenty. There'll be food. Um, they'll be remembering um, what the Lord had done for them. We'll be thinking about that a little later. And for us, Brothers and sisters, we have a greater tabernacle. Um, I liked 
uh, Phil's quote this morning. He said um, about the people who tabernacled um, during the Exodus, the 40 years of wandering in a tent. Um, uh, that covenant uh, doesn't make us different people. Um, I like that, Phil. That covenant didn't make us different. The tent, sorry. You go into the tent and it didn't make us different people. They, they were still sinful and uh, that covenant wasn't as good as the one we've got. And um, we can we can praise the Lord, can't we, this evening that we have a greater tabernacle um, and that he tabernacled with us. Um, John 1, 14 is a famous verse. I'll read that. The word became flesh. This is Christ and made his dwelling. That word is tabernacled. He tabernacled among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Amen. We have a greater tabernacle this evening. So we've got a greater song to sing, brothers and sisters. Um, we also should be joyful in our hearts this evening. We've got a lot to give thankful for. We've been thinking about so we should be praising the Lord for this great salvation that we have. And we should thank the Lord for the gift of singing, the gift of music um, out loud or in our hearts. Um, Steve said last week that he's not a very good singer. Some of us perhaps aren't. Um, or we can shout it out. Um, yesterday, I was driving through Honningbury um, in my car, praising the Lord's um, a modern worship song and uh it's great isn't it um in these summer days we can do that and uh um we, we we've got the gift of, of music um and that, that's that's fantastic isn't it that, that god's given us that so an ordinance of praise my second point is a mighty save so looking at uh, the next verses um we see this mighty redemption from Egypt, verse five. God went out against Egypt. And it's interesting, this verb went out because it's the same used in Genesis when um, Pharaoh sent uh, Joseph out over Egypt. And he went out. Remember, um, he was the second in command. He was like the Lord of Egypt. But uh, here, the psalmist is pointing to an even better redemption. Um, he, more supreme, the Lord went out against Egypt. Remember how the Egyptians um, subjugated the Israelites into forced labor. An even better uh, save, even better Lord. And it was the end of slavery, wasn't it? Verse six. I removed their burden from their shoulders. Their hands were set free from the basket. Remember, they um, were loading bricks um, in baskets. Um, they were a horrible time under the um, Egyptians. But the Lord ended that. He brought them out of slavery. They called and he rescued in, in verse six. 
um, verse seven, sorry. Mightily, his outstretched arm. And uh, I put here, it's, it's ironic because um, the people, um, if they were celebrating this in booths, would be having luxurious food or luxurious foods and drink and wine, perhaps, um, probably. And, uh, and yet they were remembering people who had to sojourn, um, live for 40 years in these tents. Can you imagine camping for 40 years? Um, you know, camping is not fantastic. Uh, you know, you don't get a great good first night's sleep, especially. Um, but for 40 years, um, uh, ironically, uh, this wasn't a, a great thing. And, and, and the Israelites knew that, didn't they? They're, because of their disobedience. Um, and uh, they knew that. But, uh, but God was with them, their presence. And he did provide for them. Uh, with the manna and the quail, um, etc. He was there, he tabernacled with them. And it led to the Red Sea, didn't it, in verse 7. Um, I answered you out of a thundercloud. So they came out of Egypt and he was there with them. And he took them through the, le- the, the Red Sea um, towards Sinai. Uh, and it said, I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Interestingly, because... Um, in Genesis, I think it says, um, uh, you tested me. Um, but here God says, I tested you. So he was sovereign, um, in that. And, and for us, um, we have a better redemption. Um, the cross, we have been brought out of slavery to sin. So what a, what a mighty save for us. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Romans 6, 18. So it was a mighty save for the for the people of God. And uh, it's been a mighty save for us as well, as Jesus has brought about our redemption on the cross. So lastly, um, thirdly, listen and heed a response. The rest of the psalm. So here we see the law uh, at Mount Sinai. Um, the covenants, um, we've been thinking about that this morning, haven't we? Um, the covenants that uh, God cut um, at Sinai. And uh, in verses 8 to 10, um, we actually see the first two commandments, don't we? Um, verse 9, you shall have no foreign God among you. You shall not worship any God other than me. Um, so, this is the, the Lord speaking to, to Israel and uh, the people would have been remembering um, this covenant that God gave them. Um, and it says, hear me, my people, listen to me. Um, God is a good God to his people and uh, he feeds his people. Uh, he gives them food and his word. Um, it says in verse 10, open wide your mouth and I will fill it. What a lovely verse. Um, not only will he fill them um, materially, but he feeds them with his word, his covenants um, of kindness. Uh, but what happens? Well, they didn't follow the covenant, did they? Um, as we know. And uh, it says in verse 11, um, they were foolish, uh, but my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts 
to follow their own devices. And uh, that gave, gave them over. It's repeated, isn't it, in, in Romans. You want to flick over to Romans, where we, we see it today as well. That famous chapter on the wrath of God. He uses this verb um, in verse 24. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts, the sexual impurity. And it says in 26, because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. And also in 28. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. And we can see that, don't we? Um, not only for the Israelites, but also for us uh, in our society, uh, even our own selves. Um, um, he, can, he can give us over um, if, we, if we go against him. And uh, sadly, that's what happens um, in Jewish history, he gave them over. But his mercy still shines, going back to the psalm in verse 13. If my people would only listen to me, if Israel would only follow my ways. So he's saying to the people now, look, there is still mercy. If you do listen to me, um, if you follow my ways, I will be there. Um, He's a merciful God. And the consequences of obedience is, as we see from the psalm, that their enemies are defeated in verse 14. He would turn his hand against their foes. Um, and there's material satisfaction. Um, verse 16. Uh, you will be fed with the finest of wheat, with honey from the rock. I would satisfy you. Um, so. God gives us abundance. Um, I put here creme de la creme, um, honey. Interestingly, the, the Lord uh, gave water, didn't he, out of the rock um, during the wanderings. And here he talks about honey, um, sweeter than water. Um, I put here Tesco's finest, the finest of wheat. Not uh, your cheap stuff, but uh, the best. And, that, and that's what God does. Um when we obey him, he gives us us the best. Um, and if only the Jews did that the first time round, uh, they would have been no wondering. They would have had all this um, straight away, I presume. Um, they wouldn't have had to uh, wander for 40 years. If they hadn't complained, um, the Lord would have brought them into the promised land quicker and they would have been able to, to feast on his wonderful provision. But they did sin and... There were consequences to that. Um, they went after foreign gods. So lastly, for us to take away um, this evening, let's, let's remember we have a greater covenant. Remember this morning, what Phil reminded us about. Jesus is the guarantee of a better covenant um, through his blood. And we're in a better position. We, we've got a better song to sing this evening. Let's be listening to God, Jesus, his words. Let's listen um, 
That's important. And let's be obeying him, obeying his word. Then comes blessing. Let's be a joyful people, um, not complainers. It's so easy to complain about things, and perhaps especially now during lockdown. But um, as a people, we've got a lot to give thanks for um, and be joyful, like the psalmist says, like this ordinance says, sing, sing for joy, play music on the harp, etc. Let's be using the gift of music to praise him in the car or in your hearts. Um, I really appreciated the music this morning, actually. Um, I know we've got differing opinions and, you know, I like this song, don't like that song, but um, we've got to bear with each other. And uh, and really, it's in our heart, isn't it? It's, it's uh, yeah, Let, let's, let's use that gift to praise him. And thank the Lord that he satisfies us with his words, um, that it's like good bread. Jesus is the bread of life. And we, we thank, yeah, we can thank the Lord for that. So let's praise him now, shall we? Let's pray.